0: This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Monday the 3rd of October. I'm Bev Rimmer.
1: And I'm Steve Forbes. Lula
0: and Bolsonaro face a runoff of the Brazilian presidency.
1: They're not that far apart and he actually has got the momentum. And the world reacts to the Indonesian stadium disaster.
0: I was so grateful that I got out of the stadium through the VIP gate, but I also saw many victims. It was unimaginable. Times of London, Daily World Briefing. We start in Brazil, where presidential elections are running to a second round. Neither Jair Bolsonaro nor Luis Ignacio Lula de Silva reached an outright majority after the first set of ballots was counted. The far-right president came out on 43%, while his left-leaning rival, who ran the country for seven years up to 2010, took 48%. Lula, who was banned from running in the last election after being jailed on corruption charges, which were later overturned, remains confident.
1: We were going to win these elections, and I want to tell you that we are going to win these elections. This, for us, is just an extension.
0: The opinion polls had Lula leading Bolsonaro by as many as 15 percentage points. The reality was 4%. Here's what the president had to say.
1: I understand it was a vote for change for the people, but there are certain changes that could be worse. We tried to show this in the campaign, but that didn't reach to part of the population. We will analyse it.
0: Stephen Gibbs is the Times of London's correspondent in Sao Paulo and has been analysing the situation. He says this has pumped some renewed vigour into supporters of the sitting president.
1: They're not that far apart and he actually has got the momentum. A whole lot of Bolsonaro allies did very well in the concurrent Senate and Congress uh, votes. So whatever happens, even if Lula wins the second round, Bolsonaro is not over. I think there is a chance that he, he wins a second term, which his opponents say is, is really dangerous. They, they see him as a sort of Trump-like figure.
0: Brazilians will head to the polls again at the end of the month.
1: A vigil has been held to mourn at least 125 people who died during a stampede in Indonesia as the world reacts to one of the worst stadium disasters in history. More than 320 people were injured in the crush following a pitch invasion at Arema FC who'd lost to their bitter rivals overnight on Sunday. Angry fans threw bottles and missiles at players and officials as police responded with tear gas to try and control the crowds. Videos on social media show fans clambering over fences to escape. Separate videos appear to show lifeless bodies on the floor. These people attended the service in Malang, in East Java, to lay flowers for the victims.
0: I was so grateful that I got out of the stadium through the VIP gate, but I also saw many victims. It was unimaginable. I don't know how to express it through words.
1: We are very sorry for this incident. Let's pray for all the supporters and our brothers who passed away. May they rest in peace and for those who are now being treated to recover. Hundreds also attended a candlelit vigil in the country's capital, Jakarta, with some carrying placards bearing anti-police brutality messages. The Pope also prayed for the victims of the disaster during his weekly blessing at the Vatican.
0: Prego anche per quanti hanno perso la vita e sono rimasti feriti negli scontri scoppiati dopo una partita di calcio a Malang in Indonesia.
1: The President of World Soccer's governing body, FIFA Gianni Infantino, shared his condolences to those affected. This is a dark day for football and a tragedy beyond comprehension. I extend my deepest condolences to the families and friends of the victims who lost their lives following these tragic incidents. Together with FIFA and the global football community, all our thoughts and prayers are with the victims, those who have been injured, together with the people of Indonesia, the Asian Football Confederation and the entire Indonesian football community at this difficult time. There have been outbreaks of trouble at matches in Indonesia before, with strong rivalries between clubs, sometimes leading to violence among supporters. The country has been blighted by hooliganism, heavy-handed policing and mismanagement. Indonesia's Chief Security Minister, Mahfud MD, posted on Instagram that 42,000 tickets had been sold for the match at the Kanjurahan Stadium, which has a stated capacity of 38,000. President Wododo called for this to be the last soccer tragedy in the nation, after ordering that all Liga 1 games should be paused pending an investigation. On the way, the latest from the front line in Ukraine... And how many people can you fit in a human tower?
0: Times of London Daily World Briefing. Eight months on, and the war in Ukraine continues. The Russian president has insisted he is not bluffing in his threat to use nuclear weapons. One of the most senior former U.S. Army generals has weighed in, saying the states and its allies would destroy Vladimir Putin's troops and equipment in Ukraine if that were the case. David Petraeus has spoken to ABC News. We would respond by leading a NATO, a collective effort, that would take out every Russian conventional force that we can see and identify on the battlefield in Ukraine and also in Crimea and every ship on the, in the Black Sea. And late last week, Russia annexed four separatist regions of Ukraine in so-called legitimate referenda. Andi Osadchuk is an MP in the Ukrainian parliament with the liberal and pro-European Holos party.
1: Last Friday was uh, really um, unusual, even for Russian propaganda, because Putin looks to be uh, the first invader in history who announced the invasion of uh, territories uh, simultaneously with the retreat of his troops. Now everything is in the hands of uh, Ukrainian military and definitely with uh, in the hands of our allies
0: the times daily world briefing sport and now with the latest from the formula 1 street circuit in singapore it's kane reeves
1: max verstappen will have to wait until the japanese grand prix to claim his second successive f1 title the red bull driver could only finish 8th in a rain affected race in singapore Sergio Pérez won the race ahead of Ferrari's Charles Leclerc with his teammate Carlos Sainz third and Britain's Lando Norris in fourth. If Verstappen wins in Japan with the fastest lap, he will seal the title. Verstappen needs to gain eight points on Ferrari's Charles Leclerc and ten on his Red Bull teammate Sergio Pérez. The Times Daily World Briefing Entertainment. Taiwan has launched its first ever English-language television channel, The channel, which delivers news, lifestyle and entertainment content, started broadcasting on Monday. The aim is to give Taiwan a bigger voice internationally at a time when China is squeezing the island's footprint and seeking to assert sovereignty. The state-run Taiwan Plus began operating last year as a mostly online streaming platform and has been strongly supported by President Tsai Ing-wen. The president says he hopes the channel will help as the island forges ever closer ties with countries that share their core values of freedom and democracy.
0: And finally, more than 10,000 people in Spain have gathered in the Catalan region to watch the country's biggest human towers competition. The event that takes place every two years in the northeast city of Tarragona is deeply rooted in Catalan culture. Human towers are built by people standing on each other's shoulders. They compete in teams whose aim is to construct the highest and
1: most complicated tower. Mark Multel came from Belgium to watch the spectacle. Everyone wins here. Everyone wins here. For me, uh, simply uh, being a part of it, even as a spectator, is. It's, it's so wonderful. The competition, which has been held for the first time since the COVID pandemic, saw the team from Villafranca beat 40 other groups to take the top spot and scoop the 16,000 euro prize. And that's your Times Daily World briefing for Monday, the 3rd of October.
0: This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.